Three, two, one, and we're off and going. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Zach and his amazing friends have our staple guest, Craig. That's me. And today we are talking to uh, Tony from Hardwired. Your good friend. Yeah, Hardwired Exotics. Hardwired Exotics. It's my good friend Tony from Hardwired Exotics. He lived out. <laughs> Y'all have my shirts on, and I don't. I, I mean, you I, brought it for me, and we were, I, you were doing the recording, so I, I figured like an, why not wear I have it. Have an extra so. one or something if you want. Or I can just. I can just wrap a snake around your neck, whichever you prefer. It's all good. It's I'm all a fat good. kid, so <laughs> sizes don't fit. That's right. Oh, that's awesome. That's, right. that's we, awesome. We so. wear, me and Zach wear mediums. Mediums, yes. Yeah, Thank that's you right. for this medium. I, uh, I look good in it. I, yeah. I feel confident. So you can wear this CrossFit tomorrow. Uh, you know, I was thinking about wearing this. This whole getup, I'm going to wear it tomorrow to work out in. So. Oh, that would be great. Everyone's going to see your shirt tomorrow when there I go to CrossFit. Go. So. You can yeah. definitely see those two. That's right. We ain't slacking <laughs> on the back either. We got we got logos on the back. Slacking we are good again. No slacking on the back. Some Billy Rose there for you. That's right. There you go. So, Craig, how, how did you meet up with Tony? How long have you known Oh, him? I've known Tony since he's been a little kid. I've known Tony since he's been a little kid riding, right, what was it? He would rollerblade around and had a little dog following him around everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we pretty much grew up together. In Millen. In Millen. In Millen. Little Millen. 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 Yeah. A little bit smaller than your hometown. Yeah. Claxton's pretty small. He's from Claxton. Claxton. So, so yeah. what, got us, what got us talking about bringing Tony on was the fact that we were picking on his hometown for being famous for fruit cakes and rats <laughs> and chicken. chicken. And, um, <laughs> there you go. See, at least somebody said it. Rattlesnake Roundups. Yep. Rattlesnake Roundup. Yeah. So we're like, hey, why don't we get Tony on here? Because Tony deals with reptiles all the time. So let's, you know, so we're going to get you on. We're going to talk a little bit about what it is you do. Yeah. So how did you, how did near hard, how did Hardwire Exotics come about? Like what was the. Or what what piqued your interest in this? Is this something you've always been interested in with reptiles, or how did you how did you start? Well, uh, I've always wanted reptiles. I've had that desire for it, but my parents just would not allow me to, to <laughs> keep reptiles. I was lucky if you know if I got a dog, you know, maybe a hamster, but that's about as far as it so it came been. out. Of, it was birthed out of pure so, rebellion. Probably so. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to know the truth of it, probably so. Obviously, I'm a rebellious person. Yeah, I can in, tell. In 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 today's society, I guess I'm covered in tattoos, and you know, I have a beard, and I like motorcycles, and things. Well, that that's go starting fast to come a little bit more normal. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah Georgia's starting to starting to move itself. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. tattoos used to be like yeah. a. That was reserved for sailors and yeah, that's right. And yeah. Marine military. Corps, yeah, there you got military people, so, and now everybody's down. Yeah, so you even got snake tattoos on you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty so, cool. Uh, but yeah, how I, I just always I, I love animals, just in general, I love animals. And uh, I actually started breeding dogs. Uh, started breeding uh, pit bulls mainly. I bred several different species, but. Uh, our children are running around too, so uh, yeah, we may hear college, you may hear noises of children, and that's yeah, okay. So this is a family type show, but yeah. we may cuss. So if if, if any of the listeners watch watch the YouTube channel, they're, they're used to seeing the kids. Anyway. <laughs> so that's just that's just well, my kids about. may be running around too. It's all they're, good. They're, they're, they're good. But uh, I don't know. I just I just always there's always been a fascination for. I can I can have a pet. I can have an animal that I love and cherish, and I can use the animal to make more animals that somebody else can enjoy, you know, and love. And, uh, I don't know. There's, there's always been, I done a, I done an interview with, uh, Justin Kabelka, JKR reptiles. I don't know, probably a little over a year ago. And, uh, he, he made up a good point that I never really thought about. There's just some, some people are born with that 
instinct to just want to breed animals. And I think that I, I probably was born with that. I just want to make more animals. And no matter where I've been at in my life, whether I've had money to do it or, or was trying to make money to do it, or sometimes even when I couldn't afford it, I just always wanted to breed animals. Um, so, you know, as time goes by, the, the dogs, uh, we hit a rough spot with the dogs and the economy hit a rough spot and I failed. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to admit it, but just straight failed breeding, breeding dogs. The, what, what did you breed? Uh, mainly pit bulls. We had Italian greyhounds. Um, done some, uh, done some Dotsons. Yeah, I've still got some, some Dotsons. Uh, we still have, uh, I still have a male off of our bloodline for pit bulls, and you have a female left too, I think. No, she just recently she, passed. She did. Okay. And he had talked me into buying some boas at some point or another. <laughs> so Craig just flashed a business card. Business card for Weston on, on for so, the YouTube. Uh, anyway, long story short, I ended up with some boas, ended up with some retics along the way. Uh, I bred those here and there. Nothing really crazy. You know, we made some albino boas. Now, granted, this was 20 years ago. So uh, albino boas were a big deal. Um, that's right. Yeah, we that's done some we done some retics, just you know, several different species. But uh, unfortunately, I, I just started failing in life all all around. You know, losing some jobs, just never was in a really good place. Uh, I, I, and I'm not scared to admit it. I just was not making any money. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I didn't feel like that I could keep animals the way they need to be kept. Yeah, right. You like keep them healthy and keep them. Well, it you costs know, money. To, to upkeep, yeah. To upkeep, you know, yeah. That's right. You Especially like dogs when you've got well, vet stuff and exactly. other things. You it's kind of like we were just talking about before you got here. Uh, we got a message earlier, remember? I was sitting here and somebody goes, hey, you got room uh, You got room in your backyard for a dog? And I was like, yeah, I actually do. Uh, I got a whole backyard. And he goes, oh, well, where you live at? I'm bringing I was like, whoa, that's not the question I thought you were asking. <laughs> Someone was literally trying to rehome an animal, you know, and just, you know, so that's what Tony's always been good about it is he, he won't eat himself just to make sure his animals are fed. Yep. You know, there's, yeah. yeah. There was, there's been a time where I was, you know, a lot of people don't know it, but there's a lot of times where I didn't have a house. I didn't have anywhere to live. I stole food out of the grocery store to eat. Jeez, man. Um, you got to do what you got to do. You know, I, I dug food out of a dumpster to eat. I mean, I've been there. I know what it's like. Um, but... Because of the way I was raised with my parents, you just pick yourself up and you just keep on going. You do what you got to do to survive. And just because I've failed so many times in life doesn't mean that I'm a failure. So uh, anyway, I finally was able to land some decent jobs. Um, you know, started making making some decent money. Ended up, uh, you know. Just, just making making life a little bit better. Well, naturally, okay, I'm paying my bills. I have a little money in the bank. It's time to get, it's time to get some more animals. I want, I, I have that desire and passion to have animals. So I started getting more animals, and that led to picking up. Um, oh, I don't remember. Uh, 
It was like a Mojave. That's Mojave, what yeah. That's I what I'm thinking of a Mojave ball python. And what Mojave is is a, a genetic mutation of the ball python. And somehow or another, I ended up with several other ball pythons. I said, hey, you know, let, let's see what happens when you breed these things. I ended up breeding them. I ended up making money off of them. And I just took that money and just kept rolling it back into investing into more animals. I got more animals. I got more racks. I got more feeders. Uh, did you realize how big of a community and following that people had with breeding snakes? Did you? Absolutely that- not. At that point, I was just like, hey, I can make a little bit of money with this, selling some local stuff, selling the pet yeah. stores. Well, that's like back then. That's um, when Rod had his pet store. So this is literally 20 years ago. And Pied Ball Pythons had just came out. That was really? like, oh, my geez. Yeah, right, $20,000. for one of those things. I mean, wow. I, I spent 600 on a, on an albino Burmese, and I thought albinos were the cool thing. <clears throat> so he's, you know, he's getting into, like, cutting edge whatever it is back then yeah gotcha. you didn't nobody even heard about this stuff. yeah some of the first really cool quote unquote uh animals that are made were uh what they call bales uh bale ball pythons which is bales just short for blue-eyed leucistic or blue-eyed lucy mm-hmm. and that's just an all-white snake and has blue eyes so oh, that's where the name like the ones in the other room right yeah you yeah, got actually has some here yeah um, I made a couple of those. First when, one, first one I bought from you was a uh, blue-eyed Lucy. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, so. That's right. So the uh, oh, kids running ahead. Kids running ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he's just going to do a run around. He's just doing a run hey, around. Man, you're good. But anyway, hold on, uh, on yet. So we actually made uh, a couple of those, and hey, I made a couple of you know, a couple hundred dollars, even a couple of thousand dollars off of some of those clutches, and I was like, man, if I might have to put all these together. It's fine. So go ahead, continue what you're saying about the Lucy's. So we ended up doing, um, you know, a couple hundred dollars, a couple thousand dollars off these clutches. I realized, hey, we can continue to make money every year doing this. Uh, if I buy more of these animals, I can have more clutches, which a clutch is a group of eggs that a female lays. Sure. And, you know, we can hatch these eggs with more money. Well, naturally, with my mind of breeding animals and my instincts for wanting to make money, I'm thinking in my head, how do I invest this money correctly? So, I ended up uh, getting in touch with what is now one of my best friends in the industry, uh, Matt Shiflett at American Made Exotics. Mm -hmm. Ended up uh, messaging him, buying a bunch of animals from him. And he just helped me a lot to get going into the ball python market. Sure. And through that, it just it's just escalated. I mean, it went from you know uh, a clutch a year to three clutches a year to twelve clutches a year to twenty clutches a year to fifty clutches a year to seventy clutches a year. Oh my goodness! Um, so how many how many how many snakes do you have currently? Like, uh, it's kind of like. We're probably like one third of the year through our hatchlings, and this has been a really good season for selling. So we've sold a lot of animals already. That's right. We're probably at the facility right now, not including Craig's facility, just at my facility. Uh, probably 250, 270 animals. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's literally what we were just talking about for you. Yeah, yeah Man, talking that's, about that's next, next next year's season. Right, next yeah. season's breeding, yeah. Yeah, we were looking at, you know, what we had coming up for next year. Uh, 
unfortunately, I did not get very many, and Craig didn't either, yeah. didn't get very many clutches this year, and I'm not really sure as to why, uh, but we bred around 100, 110 females, probably only going to end up with around 53 to 55 clutches for the whole year, which is only a little over 50%, yeah. and that's a little low for what I like to see, but, you know, things happen. It's right. Just, it just ain't because they only lay like what, once a year. Once a year. Once a year. We blame it on the COVID. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, well, sometimes if they, you know, they females pregnant and everything, but sometimes they'll absorb the eggs into their body. Yep. Sometimes that'll happen too. I mean, I, I, yep. I, is that a low percentage of that that, that happens? Probably. I mean, that's not part of a reason why you don't yield as many. I imagine, but. Yeah, that, I mean, it does happen. What happens is the uh, the female actually becomes what we call gravid, and reptiles become gravid, mammals become pregnant. So if you hear me use the term gravid, it's basically meaning pregnant. Uh, but females become gravid, and sometimes uh, they, for whatever reason, their body just reabsorbs uh, those egg follicles, and they don't produce eggs. So not producing eggs, obviously they're not laying any eggs. Sure. So sure. It does happen. Uh, I would probably say five-ish percent of females do that for us, you know, a year. Mm -hmm. So I, we can't blame our low statistics uh, on that exactly. But sure. <laughs> I was just curious because I know that has happened. I just don't know how often that happens. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure. Uh, two years, two seasons ago, we had a really good season. We done 78 clutches. I think I bred 95 females. Ended up with 78 clutches. That's a good percentage. Really, that's really a good. Big, percentage. That's a large percentage. Oh, yeah. uh, so I was, you know, really fortunate that uh, last year I think we done 73 clutches. So a little bit less, <coughs> but about the same amount of females. I think I just got really lucky for two seasons there. And ended up just having a low season this year. Some of the females, uh, we usually breed them a year or two and then give them a year off. So a lot of those females probably just didn't want to go this year for whatever reason. Yeah, no means no. <laughs> Pretty much. So, but you know, the, the, the clutches that we have produced, the first couple of clutches we had for the year really had some bad luck on uh, genetically and, and uh, sex-wise. Uh, and really had a hard time getting going this season. But the past couple of – probably past cl 10 clutches that we've had, we've been really lucky with. We've hit some decent odds. So it, it, it's going to be an okay year, just not where quite where I wanted it. But, hey, it is what it is. When it you, is what it is. That's right. When you're dealing, uh, you dealing with animals, that's just what you got to pay. Yeah. Right. Now, when you um, – what was I going to say? Like, so do you do any other type of snake other than – we were breeding some tarantulas, uh, a couple of boas. We've kind of gotten out of that simply because, uh, let's face it, uh, time and money. That's when you run a business, that's sure, just kind of sure. what happens. And I realized that breeding tarantulas and boas and a couple other species of animals was not worth my time per dollar that was coming back into sure. it. You could make more off the pythons versus That's right. So and tarantula. time to I don't know how tarantulas Oh he's got a cool tarantula collection, but they're more pets. Yeah, right now yeah. they're just pets. I mean he's he's that's right. You still haven't been there yet. I haven't we'll been take, there. We'll take you with, with us one day. <laughs> one got, day I'll get to visit the pit. He's got he's the got the pit. Uh, yeah people yeah pe there's 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 many people who call call their place the pit. That's right. Yeah. But um 
But yeah, he's got a, a really nice tarantula collection. I'm not even a spider guy. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, I'm the one that saves them all at work, but you know, I, I go over there and I'm like, ooh, look at that. So I know Craig has showed me a website. Like, if you have this particular snake and you breed it with this snake, the percentages of it yep. being X amount or it being X is this. Is there anything that you haven't created yet that you kind of want to? Oh, of course. Yeah, we were just talking about this before before we uh, launched this. Some of the stuff that I'm producing, even some of the stuff that I've already produced five years ago, was just a stepping stone for what I plan to do in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think, I think right now there's probably over 9,000 plus genetic mutations of the ball python. My uh, excuse me, the ball python. And you, you're a numbers guy, so you know that with that many combinations. That's right. Though it's almost endless. Right. So I don't think right. we'll ever see the end of what we can create with this. With this so when I was animal. showing Zach the uh, the morph calculator the other day, he was like, "Oh, if you type this in, that, that." And I said, "Well, here, look. I typed all these in. You saw the the crazy one when I broke the calculator." Yeah. Um, Zach was the first one to notice. Well, you have a you know a you know a two and four percent to do this. And he saw the breakdown of the pie chart and. He was like, "Oh wow, you know," and it, it triggered him into like like a video game. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I think about it too. When I look at it, it's like, well, if I mix that with that and that and that, we're just minimizing and maximizing. Right. You and, have a x amount of percentage to yeah. get this particular thing, and, and that's that's what um, Tony and I were discussing earlier. Is you know, I got this uh, this set I bought from him what, last year. Yeah, uh, I, don't know. I think it was probably Actually. been about a year ago, and it's like you know I had I had if I just stuck this one to that one, I had a one in you know sixty four chance of doing this, but sure. I have I have three of them I can do it with, and I that just changed my odds to like one in twenty. Right, right. So it right. was like oh yeah, so you're just playing so you're percentages playing odds. can get higher yeah. depending on what you're doing. Yeah, you know. So I just didn't know if there's. I mean, obviously there's been things that have never been seen before, and that's how you get an extra. Layered. I'm still saying. I'm still saying right now. I'm, I'm saying it on YouTube. I think that the ultimate ball python is going to be when you mix everything together too much and you just get a normal ball python. <laughs> normal I, ball think, python. I, think, I, I mean, think about it. If that's the one that people are so common in seeing, yeah, then that's the one that's going to be like genetically superior. Well, I guess. Know? I guess you're right. Because right. think of how many years snakes have been around. You know, oh, like, millions, of millions of years. And this is what we have is a normal one. And then now what people like Tony and all the other breeders do, they're finding the genes here and there, pulling them out, and they're they're pulling old. So I, I guarantee you they're all old genes. You know? But I think it's cool, man. I really right. do think it's cool. It's, it's a fun hobby to be in. Right. I'm really liking it. And it's uh, awesome that he can do it as a business. Right. You know? Do you ever want to do his business, Craig? Do you ever want to get out of the car game and start breeding snakes? No, it's a, Tony does his business. It's my hobby. You know what I mean? So right. you know, God, this is my hobby. Yeah, like, this, this is your hobby. I so, have, you know, if it goes to something so, greater, then great. If you not, know, you know, I, I'm having fun with it. I have fun. I have fun doing doing it, and um, he's teaching me a lot about it. But this is my hobby, so I have a cool collection. And then if I breed something, I'm like, this is really cool. You know, what can I do with this? And he goes, do this with that, do that with that. So it's like he was talking about his friend is his was his mentor show going through. I'm getting into the hobby. He's my mentor into it. You know, teaching me the ways to do things. Right. And you have to have that. I yeah. Mean, you can't go into this blind. Yeah. Right, right. In no I mean, direction Well, whatsoever. technically you can, because I believe anybody can do anything or you right. really want to. But sure. uh, having somebody there that can really show you and guide you along the way is is, is crucial. Yeah. I mean, because I, uh, I was going to do something the other day, and I was like, hey, if I, if I stick this with that, 
And he goes, well, why would you do that? You already have this. And I was like, shoot, I didn't even think about that. You know right. what I mean? And I, I could have literally just messed up my entire clutch by not someone else who's an enthusiast in it. Sure. You know? Sure. So, so well, I, I'm sure that you've made your share of mistakes along right. the way. Oh, of and course. Things like, so what, so, or so if somebody wanted to start doing this, what, what kind of advice would you give someone that is interested in doing this and wants to take that next step of faith or that next leap? What would you so I get asked that actually quite a lot, probably several times a week. <laughs> I get asked, hey, I, you know, I would like to do this for a living or I would like to do this as a... a good job, man. Good job. So good. Some. Kids found some. But anyway, uh, I get asked that a lot. You know, how, how do I get going on this? So what I tell people is, one, can you afford to spend money? Because if you can't, then it's the wrong hobby for you. This is the wrong hobby for you. Because you might just keep one as a pet and just stick keep there. Keep one as a pet, and, that's right. And stick maybe two, and that's it. And yep. Just kind of, you know, do 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 your thing with with a couple of pets. If you want to breed, it's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you a lot of money. Right. Uh, we spend a lot of money every year just on maintenance. Shoot, sure. we spend a lot of money every week just on. Getting I mean, supplies, but you, you, I mean, yeah, you, it's you crazy. learn to cut the corners too, because now you're starting to breed your own. That's right. Feed your well, stock. Well, well, that's what we were, we're, we're discussing. I'm sure you're, if, you've done the same thing. If so. you have, he's the one that got me into breed mode. Right. You know? um, if you have a collection over what is it, at least twenty snakes. I think it's twenty. Then you, if you're not breeding your own food for your snakes, you no. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean that's just ridiculous. Because you'll be spending a lot more money. I mean, then you got to when it comes down to it, you're eventually just buying the food to feed your. That's right. The food feed the food. Yeah. So and and uh, another cool thing about that is you know you have to breed your own food to feed your your pets. That's right. So you know what's going into it. Yep. That's so very it's true what too. It's, it's everything good going in is good coming so out. So you can kind of dial in and you can kind of manage oh, yeah. things a lot oh, yeah. easier too. I mean, you know, you're not having to worry about buying. Rats from somebody else or mice or whatever you need. I mean, to buy. not just buying them, but find them. Yeah. Oh, that too. Where, where am I going to find 250 rodents a week? A week. <laughs> well, that going to someone's farm and yeah. I mean, setting traps. I mean, you can't go to Petco and get that. You no, do you that. That's, you can't. That's that's five dollars a rat. Oh, that's that'd be that'd yeah. kill you. It's detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, what I, what I tell people is, uh, don't be scared to spend money because you're fixing to have to spend it. Sure. And it's going to be a long time before you get some of that money back. That's right. Uh, a female ball python uh, usually takes three years before you see eggs. So let's say you invest $1,000 into a, a breeder, a, a, a nice breeder quality female, you're going to sit on that $1,000 for three years. That's right. It's going to happen. So one, you can't be scared to spend money. And and two is whatever gene or, or morph or whatever you want to call it, ball python that you like, no matter if it's uh, no matter if it's really you know popular right now or if it's not popular, what whatever whatever you want to produce or whatever you want to have in your collection, buy. It's just that simple. Yeah. So when we did pit bulls. Don't be no, afraid to give. No one, no. Everybody yeah. wanted the little short squatties. Yeah, the little short squatties. Yep. 
Still do. Next, next, yeah, still do. Next thing I know, I come out of the house and there's a, a tall blue dog. And I was like, look at that thing. You know, I was like, that's awesome. I yeah. don't like the I don't like the short squat yeah. pit bulls. I so it, the the bloodline he ends up coming up with almost looks like a miniature mastiff. Oh, I mean, wow. just gorgeous. Yeah, you know, because yeah. so, he followed his own his own path. Own path. Right. You know, and that's why and, that, and that's how I've made it in in this industry is I've I've bred particular animals together, especially with the blackhead gene or blackhead morph that has produced things that the world has never seen. And being my being my own worst enemy slash best friend, I've created things that people go, oh, oh, oh. I want a piece of that. Yeah. You know, nobody else is doing that. That's super cool. I want that. And that that one gene in particular has made my business what it really is today. Yep. When That's I was really told, cool. you know, I mean, here's, here's the fav- my favorite last line from anybody. There's no point in working that because it's a dead-end project. You can't do anything else with that. Right. But that's all there is to that. I I just I just turned my head and done my own thing. Sure, haters gonna hate. And now even this even the past three or four clutches that we've hatched, I've had several <coughs> world's first blackhead combos that people are are paying huge money for. Yeah, um, that's that's really awesome. Um, so to go from where you started out to now you're you're being an influencer. Through the whole community, man. Yeah, start out. I try little... not to really think about that because I, I don't like to brag. Well, um, I'll I'll brag for you then. <laughs> uh, he, he makes he makes really cool stuff. I don't yeah. uh, I don't like to be. I don't know. I just don't. I don't like to think of myself as somebody that's that's higher than anybody else because I don't feel like I am. Right. But in all reality, is yes, you know, yes, I create things that that the world's never seen before that I'm proud of, that people want to invest money into because they want the same thing. Sure. And that's that's a, that's been a huge reality kick for me the past year or two. You know, people are looking up to me as to what what's happening next in the ball popcorn world. That's right. Because sure. I think, what, about, about two years ago, before, you know, before I kicked them in the head and started making them do YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to do YouTube. I don't, you know. How is that, how is that, like, has that helped move things along? I've- so, YouTube. Let me let me just say this. I hate it. <laughs> I hate. I hate YouTube. He's, he's he's like me when I when they made me start videotaping for the first I time at work. I'm, I'm not doing this. Yeah. 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 Cassie loves it. It's, Cass- so, it's Cassie's YouTube. That's yeah. what we keep telling people. Uh, my wife Cassie has is the sole reason, the only reason <laughs> that I do YouTube. That's right. Um, well, good for her. I think we finally just pulled a camera out and um, I just started going. No, I don't know what. I think the first the first one was a live video that we did, and Tony's like, "We're gonna pull a clutch." I said, "Okay, I'll go live," and like that. And I go, "All right, Tony, so pull this clutch." He's like, "Really?" And I'm like, <laughs> he just, yeah, he's not a fan of the live. He's not. Light. He's, not a, he's not a fan of the. I mean, I, I like I like my snakes. Everybody thinks it's funny too. Even when I'm cleaning and working with the animals, it's dead quiet in in the facility. Yeah, I mean, all you hear is the incubator kicking on and off, and and uh, moving stuff around. And that's about it. That's <laughs> it. I, I love it. 
I'm a, I'm a, well, it's peaceful to you. It's your, it's, your it's kind of a, I think of myself as like a wolf. You know, I love my family. I protect my family, but don't mess with me. I don't like to be messed with. Yeah. So letting a camera come into my world <laughs> is it's completely foreign. To you. That's right. It's, it's weird. Yeah. You know, and I, it's taken a lot of getting used to, um, I don't know. It, it's a struggle. It's a real struggle for me on the YouTube. But you're doing great with it. You're, you're, I, you're warming up. You're too. helping him. You're, I've seen y'all. Yeah, you're Craig, just making strides. Yeah, Craig, uh, Craig definitely keeps us going with this because if he wasn't, I'll be honest, if Craig wasn't there, YouTube wouldn't be there either. Oh, wow. Because, you know, everybody, he brings, I'm, I'm always serious. I'm down to earth. I like to uh, tell the facts. I like to tell you like it is. You got a problem with that? I don't really care. He's a straight man, you know. Yeah. He's a straight shooter, and you yeah. bring a little levity and, and a little. Yeah. Craig brings in the the factor of okay, that was funny, or yeah. you know, <laughs> this is this is what the rest of the world really sees. So he needs to ask these questions so that the rest of the world can answer yeah. or, or or can relate to that. Sure. And uh, sometimes that's that's part of our problems. Yeah. Um, because yeah, you're you're so. Like us with cars. Exactly. So exactly. We're, so, yeah, same we're so in depth with what we're doing sometimes when we talk to somebody else. They're like, what the hell did you just say? Yeah. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about whatsoever. And then so and you have to kind of. The jargon we use and, and things like that. Break it down to layman's yeah. terms. You know, and it's just. Yeah. When, when you come in and see me and Zach and, you know, when it's, we're not doing our silly videos and stuff like that, we're, we're literally just. Yeah. You know, we, we know when to be silly and then when to be when to know, be serious, serious. About business and yeah. all that too. But so, you, you gotta have that. It's good to show that side too because yeah. you know it, it brings people in that otherwise maybe not. That's right. So much. Maybe they're interested, but See, they're like, I don't know what's going on and I can't figure it out. See, not, it's like watching watching Stephen Hawking talk about physics and that's stuff, right. and like you have no idea what's what, happening. What, but, what I really like about the, the but YouTube, Carl Sagan can break the, it down. Yeah, and you what can I really like it. about the YouTube thing is. You know, Zach and I do the, the funny videos on Facebook all the time. What, what I, I think is cool is he's getting the message out. Oh, yeah, he loves it. He and, loves um, it. But I've, I've taught them to love animals, and, too. And then it's like, um, that's like we were talking about at work. Steven's son watches it, and everybody watches it, and, and they'll see something and be like, oh, God, you, you know, what, what y'all were talking about the other day? I always wondered that or something. And, I mean, I ask the new questions because it's something that he probably wouldn't think about. Right. It's kind of like if somebody, oh, I definitely would. Yeah, it's kind of like somebody comes to, to Zach and I, the first thing they say, how much money I got to have down? Well, that's not a question you need to ask. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, then but, we have to sit but, down and break people, it down again. But people think that. Oh, sure. You know? oh, sure. So it's just like the um, when I was getting into snakes, back when he was doing dogs, I had like a little collection. That's right. Good job moving it, buddy. You're strong. Um, Craig's still moving in, guys. Yeah. Um, so apparently, Range, got, Range likes to move all my stuff around, guys. Uh, so, you know, we kept things in in tanks. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I had a fourteen foot Burmese python in a tank, and I didn't think nothing about it. And now it's like coming over here. Tony showed me how to build my my room, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my god, there's so much more room now. Yeah. You know, and it's just I didn't have to do this before. Now there's that'll probably start a whole debate about tanks and tubs. I don't care. <laughs> keep, keep your animal in what you want to keep it in. Most of them, man. Hey, hey, what's up? Rangers, hey. hey, what's up? Can so there's hey. Can, so, hey. Can you wave? Wave. Hey. Can you wave, Luca? Hey. <laughs> hey. Blow him a kiss. Say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Look at you. But it's like people didn't. We didn't know. You know, it's like people thought for the longest time you keep you had to keep beard of dragons on tile, you know, and then like mine hated tile. Yeah, his hated tile. 
Yeah, yeah. Steve the Bearded Dragon. He Steve the Bearded Dragon has been mentioned in the YouTube channel multiple times. R.I.P. Steve. R.I.P. Steve. Miss you, buddy. We'll eventually get yeah. another one. We'll get Steve number two. Steve number two. But, Steve um, 2.0. Like Snowball I too. like it because I didn't, when I was getting my first snake, getting back into it, I got my first snake from Tony, and I didn't even think about, oh, shoot, I don't have this, I don't have that. And I started watching videos, and these people who were making videos, I watch them every day. It's like my, my, my stories are watching, like soap operas. And it's just a cool community. What you got, man? What's your question? Um, like Steve the Bearded Dragon, yeah. that's a lizard. Yeah. Um, he puffs his beard every time you come to him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and his food is. His food is what? What did we feed him one time, Luca? Um. What did he eat remember? one time? Um. A little pinky mouse. Like a gummy bear. Um. You remember that? <laughs> He remembers that. He's All right. He was a little traumatized by that. <laughs> no, I but you remember when I did that? That was a um I think I told you about that. That was a good like parenting moment. When I told you I saw Zach I saw Zach come in, we set all the kids down and he I let him explain it, but he explained it to them like they're little adults. You know? What's up, buddy? Also his favorite food is lettuce. He does lettuce, yeah. Thanks, bud. Yep. Luca, Luca with the informative. That's right. So good. But um, but no, tell him about the story. Like, so I, he got me a, a well, it was a pinky, wasn't it? A pinky, pinky from Tony. Yeah. 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 So I I had it in a little uh little container, and I, I brought the kids in because we kept it and we were at the, our trailer and it kept we kept it in Lexington. I said, all right, in the wild, Steve may come across something like this, and he would eat it, and we're gonna feed it to him. If any of you don't want to be in here to watch this, you don't have to be. Even my, you know, my daughter Liza is very sensitive to animals, and she don't. Yeah, we found that. She, out she last hates week. meat and everything, but she loves bacon. I can't figure it out. Anyway, had it in the little forceps, and I gave it to Steve, and he literally bit the little the thing's head off, and then ate the rest of it. Like a and then I said, and then she was like, "Okay," and she left the room. And I said, "Well, you're okay by that. Do you want to do that again?" She was like, "No, not really." But she didn't freak out. None of them freaked out. The boys loved it. Way mm -hmm. My right. oldest, he was going, oh, my God, that's cool to save everything. And, but I did it that way to show them, like, this is what would normally happen. And if you don't want to see it again, we'll never do it again. And, I, I mean, we really fed him pinkies anyway, but I yes. was wanting to have some good protein at that point in time. That's so. right. But, yeah, I just thought it was important for them to see something that would happen in the wild. Not feeding at the zoo. Not, and they're not right. feeding them live stuff at the zoo. No, they feel frozen thought. So I just thought it was a good way to show them and teach them about what would actually happen in the wild. That's right. Not just on TV. But he wouldn't we could go see to McDonald's. It right there. He wouldn't go to McDonald's. Exactly. We could see it right here in in our in our home. That's right. And we can talk about it if you want to talk about it. If you know, and just kind of progress them. Even the dog there. watched Tony. Even the dog was sitting Even there. Even the dog <laughs> watched. Yeah. All right, back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We had to take a um a little, take a little break to to grill up some food. That's all right. That's all right. So we've been talking about snakes. We talked about how Tony got started. Uh, kind of a little do's and don'ts. Any don'ts? You told me you prepared to spend money, but you never really think. Just, what is there anything you don't necessarily want to do when you start this venture? Oh man, don't want to go to no more trade shows. <laughs> well, this is a joke. All right, so so we got this. 
So, well, go so, ahead. So you ever hear me when, when somebody says mite, and I said mite, mites growing chicken's ass? Yeah. Mite, mites also growing reptiles. Yeah. And I don't want to ever go so back to the trees. So it's just a pool of that you can uh, get bacteria a, and spread a, things. To. All right. So there's a there's a ton of good breeders that do reptile shows. Right. But for the ton that do reptile shows that are good people, there are also a ton of people that do not need to be doing shows. You know how when we take a trade in, we get in some people's cars and they're gorgeous, immaculate. And then we get in some people's cars and we're like, I don't even want to sit in it. Yes. Yep. Same, Same deal. Principle. Same principle. Oh, wow. That kind of sucks. Yeah. I've, uh, even before all this COVID virus bullshit that uh, has come about, me and Craig sat down and talked about it, even on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. We did a video about it in December, I think it was. Uh, it was either December or January. Yeah. We were just like, I think I'm just done with shows. Uh, one, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to sell my animal cheaper than what I feel like it's worth just because there's 10 other people with that same animal that are selling it for half price. Sure. I don't, I don't want to have That to makes do perfect it. sense. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see the point. I know what my animal is worth, or I feel like what my animal is worth. I don't want to compete with 10 other people. Right. Like, hey, I can get it for $10 cheaper over here. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell's $10? You get that. Well, that's, we're talking, you know. Or, I, you know, that's an example, but, you know. We're, I mean, I have a $400 animal on the table, and somebody saw it for two. Three or, other people here have it for half price, $200. But a customer comes by, they want to buy it from me because. They know the name. They they know that they're going to get backed on it. Sure. But they want to buy two hundred dollars because everybody else is selling it for that price, and it's like I see a lot of parallels here. <laughs> you, you see, yeah. You're like, just buy the damn just, snake. Just buy the damn snake. It's not the same snake. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and and I hate telling people, look, I, if, if if you want to go buy the cheaper animal, then please do. You know, and that I just don't. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't like saying that. Comes yeah. comes with the line that we're using quite a bit. You know, I know somebody that can sell I, for cheaper. I know somebody, I know somebody, I know somebody that pay for. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's um, perfect. My my joke about it was was I um I ended up coming back from a trade like one of these trade shows and I'd never had any like mites or anything like that. And then you got. I go to a trade show. I come back. Yeah. And I got mites. Yep. And it is a pain in the butt trying to get rid of. I bet. So yeah. mites are just a, uh, like a basically a tick that get on reptiles. Yeah. Uh, just for anybody that doesn't know. And they're just annoying little piss, kind of like fleas on a cat yeah. or a dog. Or like bed bugs or something like that. Well, I imagine they get into like the bedding and all that. Exactly. And you have to clean everything, everything. out. Everything. Sterilize it again. As yeah. babies, so they're so tiny. Right, right, right. Yeah. So by the time you see adults, you're already infested. Oh, man. So, uh, and they'll just always, go through all the tubs, oh, yes. you know, everything, everything. Again, it goes back to having two hundred plus animals. So, if you get mites in your collection, it's just it's just a, a nightmare. Oh, God. So, not doing shows has been a blessing in mm-hmm. not picking up mites. Well, imagine who you have yeah. to like. Well. Pack everything up. You have to get right. there. You have to unpack oh, everything. Yeah. Then you got to pack it back and up. I have to and pay somebody to sell my own animals. Yeah, and that's what he's talking about. You don't want to take your entire collection with you on the road. Yeah, which was well, my even, main my main point. Oh my god! Shows yeah. Okay, I packed my wife, my kids, and my entire 
inventory of one vehicle plus trailer and drive <coughs> somewhere. Man. What if somebody really gets me? Or, you know, what if somebody knocks me off of a bridge? Or What if he gets stuck in traffic and it's 120 degrees in they Georgia? Bacon. They're dead. So, yeah. I mean, there, there, there's all these endless possibilities that could ruin my life because I'm traveling with my life. Right. And it's right. just, you know what, it's, it's not worth it. You know, losing it, you know, if, if something goes wrong and I lose a couple of animals, that that's that's over, I can overcome that. Sure. But but losing losing everything that's going to feed my family for the entire year is that's a different story. It's a yeah, whole different ballgame. So that's like if we just got wiped out of inventory at our what? store. Like what the hell are we gonna sell? Yeah, you don't have anything to sell. You're you're lot. So, so what do you, how are you going? <laughs> so that actually happened to us um, last month. We ran out of used cars. With all the uh, virus stuff? Yeah, we, yeah, so we ran out of used cars, and we flipped our inventory how many times uh, a month? Let's see. We kept a <laughs> like a 44-day supply, and we sold 90 cars, so we flipped it twice. So we flipped wow. it twice. Now, oh, thing, three times because we I'm still, sorry, had, three, a, we three still times. had inventory. And most – what we were talking about in our meeting the other day, most dealerships flip their inventory every – oh, golly, they're so far behind now. Like, the, 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 the norm used to be – 45 days, you're okay. 60 days, you got problems. 90 days, just take it to auction. Yeah. Now we've shortened that to 20, 25 days. 30 days, we got a problem. 45, we send it to auction. Right. So and we take it before we even take a yeah, big bath. Yeah, and on we're, we're, fl- we're flipping our, our inventory three times a month almost. Almost. And that's unheard of. Wow. Yeah. So it, this COVID thing has made us, you know, see it just like in your industry. Why want to pack up and go here for a few days and I got to worry about the things eating and shedding and getting mites and, you know, dealing with people and, you know, all right. this stuff. Or I can just keep everything clean, perfect, inventory's inventory, ship put it, it online, ship it out, do yep. it like that. It's there's less middleman. There's less yeah. confusion. There's, there's less. Confusion. Yeah. There's less people have to no, I mean, come in contact with my animals. Yeah. That's the way I look The only thing, the only th- I mean, the shows are fun. You get to they hang are. Out. You get to hang out. With I mean, it might be fun to go to them. Yes. Yeah. But you get to hang to out, see your, people, have fun. You know, I really but, miss. You know, I really miss seeing people. I really miss seeing our customers. You know, it feels good when somebody comes up and says, "Hey, man, that snake I bought from you, you know, yeah. a couple of months ago at the last show was doing great. You know, I really appreciate you selling it to us." And you know, I thought, man, I, really I, thought I thought the auctions were fun and cool. Yeah, some yeah. of the U.S. Art yeah. auctions that we do. <laughs> you know, those are always fun. They're blast. It's good to give back to the U.S. Art because they protect our rights to keep these animals. What is that now? Uh, U.S. Arc? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He doesn't know. A, a noob question that I would uh, totally forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I right. mean, I feel like I could figure it out, but. Yeah. So U.S. Arc is uh, basically a, uh, well, it's a United, uh, United States, States Association of, of America Reptile Keepers. Reptile Keepers. Yeah. Um, and what they do is they basically, we, we as breeders and reptile keepers provide them with money. And with that money, they basically... Uh, have lawyers and things that help fight for our rights. It's kind of like uh, I don't know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how you were talking about, we saw the video a second ago, and you go, oh, man, look at that little crocodile. Wouldn't that be cool to have him? And Tony goes, yeah, you can't have those in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, well, these people make sure we can have what we have in Georgia. I got you. I got you. Every other state. Yeah. They're all over the United States. That's right. So, you know, those auctions are great. I mean, there's so many different reasons why shows are great 
But for me, it just it doesn't play out. Yeah. It doesn't play out. Well, the benefit doesn't meet exactly. the rule. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to do them because I really do want to do the shows. But dollar sense, it doesn't make sense. Might have to do it do it from a different perspective or something like that. Might have oh, to might just do uh, go film and talk you know, to people. Arlington, Texas, or Tinley or something like that. That'd so be a good one. Yeah, one of the national ones, yeah. breeders, big shows. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. <laughs> we're not even uh, we're not even doing Daytona this year. We're Atlanta was this weekend. Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta was this weekend. We you know we're talking now, and it's just uh, it's just not it's it's just not feasible for me anymore. So and on top of uh, sales have been so good this year online that I don't wow, even really have much thing. stock. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I wow. think I, I think we listed like two animals on our website today, <laughs> and that's a total of five that are on our website. So yeah. with with so we've noticed too, there's an uptick in car sales too. Like it's people don't have anything to do. They're more people buying, I, I buying so. or I don't know. I don't, I don't really, is this available? Is this available? Yeah. Where's that one at? Is yeah. it? It's, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like everybody's saying, well, you know that. Uh, or Trump dollars, or what do they call it? Trump or oh, Trump chick. Yeah, Trump chick. Just like, okay, well, that was what twelve hundred dollars per adult or something like that. Yeah, families would get like three grand or X amount of kids. Yeah, but get, how long ago was that? That was six Two months, months ago. ago. Was six months people, ago? Maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe like three. I don't know. I feel like it's been long. It's I feel been, like it's, it's been, been long. several weeks. It was whenever I bought my last neck to tell I think it was April. <laughs> I, I think it was April. Wasn't it April? April yeah, or it was May? April. It was right when I moved in. So do, you, do you really think that people still have that kind of money sitting there? No. Nah, man. They've, they've used that on bills. You, or, you know they got it. The second they got it, they got the new iPhone or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Most people that, hey, I know that if I got – Three thousand dollars handed to me. I'm fixing to go buy something I want right then. And that's sure. what, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what we saw because in April, I mean, in we April, saw it everybody retarded. Yeah, it dude, was something. Dude, off, dude, off. What, what 2019 stock that I had left? You know, in the animal world, I had a few animals left. Gone. They were gone. See, and he refers so, to it just like we did by year models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all my 19s are gone. All my 19s are gone. But 2020 is coming in, and we're selling stuff. Just oh, I got some 2021s waiting. <laughs> Yeah, you pre-order. Yeah, but uh, so have yeah, you ever thought about venomous snakes? Oh, so many years ago, before kids, uh, I actually killed uh, venomous snakes. You had a pet rattlesnake, well, at one time. I think she sent me a picture Possibly. of one time, possibly in California or something like that. We, uh, I kept, I kept venomous snakes, and and the, the snakes that we kept were for uh, milking purposes. We, we kept them those kind of ways. Yep, so that you know, we could milk them uh, to make anti you know, anti venom. Um, what did you have? You said or... just just well in Georgia, the only uh, venomous snakes that you can keep without permits are your native species. I got you. Uh, rattlesnakes, which are timber rattlesnake, pigmy rattlesnake, and the uh, eastern diamondback. Hence the reason why the rattlesnake roundup, like you explained, in the one of the last. Yeah, that was yeah. the biggest thing that they did there was milk them. I mean, and yeah, they you could eat a few of them. They would fry some of them. Actually, yep. pretty damn good. Yeah, I, to I, be honest, I, I, I eat anything. I love grilled <clears throat> rattlesnake. I mean, that's one of my favorite meals. It's actually really good. Which people is kind of odd. Like, <laughs> people, you breed snakes, but you like to eat rattlesnakes. I've, I've, <laughs> had, I've had python jerky. Don't before. go to the Wuhan market, okay? Yeah. They got. Stacks of python. We're, we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people say, hey, you know, um, this rattlesnake ended up getting caught in somebody's house and, you know, they killed it or whatever. It's like, I'm not going to waste that meat. So, I'd be glad to take it. Steven, the only thing I'm not going to eat is an armadillo. So, So do do you guys get a bad rap for, you know, just like, look what happened with the people in, like, in the Everglades and stuff where they just released a bunch of stuff into the wild and it breeds, like, wildfire. How does that... The camera's seeing this face right now. What was that? What was that? I, I said about the DNR a couple months ago about the Tegus in Tattano County? Yeah. yeah, they've been. Are they still there? I mean, they're well, very evasive. Well, what happened is hearsay. Oh, look, my, my sensor's coming in to censor me. Hearsay is that somebody went into somebody's house and was looking for something and just released all his pets. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. that's um, hearsay. We yeah. don't know the whole story. We don't know right. the whole story. However, tegus have been running wild in Florida for years. Years. They're not, you know, they're not iguanas. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Iguanas are the same way. Yeah. We have, uh, what are the, uh, uh, the little house geckos? Yeah, we got those now that have came up from Florida through yeah, the hurricanes. Florida, so and they've taken over our old population. You know, yeah. All these uh, all these shipments that come in on the ports in Florida, animals come in on these shipments. So it's not always just the pet trade that release these animals into the wild. Sometimes it's just hitching a ride. Yeah, that's how fire ants got in America. Pretty much. So the problem that lies is ball pythons cannot survive in the wild here in Georgia. Reticulated pythons cannot survive here in Georgia. Just as the terrain, the environment's too different for them to survive. Too cold. Yeah. Now it's hot in our season right now. But sure, you know, but I mean, they get cold in the wintertime. They're, they're dead. But in Florida, it never gets those yeah, yeah. Especially down in Miami. Jesus. Yeah. It never yeah. gets like below so, 70. Mm-hmm. You know, animals of that nature, because that's very similar to the climate they come from, they can thrive. So, yes, we hear slack all the time. Oh, you breed those snakes that are, you know, taking over Florida. Well, no, not, not really. Because really. <laughs> bull pythons aren't that problem. Yeah. But they are a python. So, so they just assume it's so, so, the same. So what's the typical average length for adult females getting larger than males, right? Yes, the females. Uh, because they're egg-bearing and they protect me and all that stuff. Right. But. Females get much larger. Uh, a typical female is going to be about five foot. Uh, we do have some that are five and a half, six foot. But those are really old females. That are, uh, you know, not going to be. Hold on, gotta take a kid break. Yeah, kid break. All right, sorry about that. Hey, around, hey. Crazy. hey. sit down. They <laughs> just run around in circles. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, <laughs> dude, he's having a blast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, gotta take a food break. There we go, perfect. All right, but anyway, uh, back under control. Females, uh, five and a half foot is a good size. Six foot is almost unheard of, but we do have some. Uh, they're very big, very old. Oh, no. If you take a, a – what was it we were talking about? One of the ball of condas? You know? Ball of condas. Uh, that doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's, it's, a, it's an inside joke with us and our friends and ball of condas. Uh, male, males tend to say probably half that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have some, we have some female, uh, excuse me, some males that are probably, oh, I don't know, two foot, yeah. some of them are two and a half foot. Well, what's that is? Yeah. So I can see the, the kind of the allure, because they don't get necessarily that big. That's right. 
and they're a cool pet. They're different from a dog or a cat or fish or things like that. So I could see the allure of having a snake that doesn't get large. I mean, he ain't gonna want to. I mean, Burmese pythons can get pretty large, and other pythons can get rather big. So I don't think you want to keep a fifteen foot. Well, most, most, you know, most people can handle a three or four foot snake. I mean, I, you can house that animal fairly easy inside of an apartment, or a house, or even a couple of them. Sure. But Burmese, you know, you're talking 12, 15 foot. Uh, oh, mine got 12 foot in a year and a half. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. Reticulated pythons. Hey, what happened to the cat? Uh, you reticulated pythons. Going another room. Kids, kids are getting antsy. It's almost time to eat. Okay. Just find another one. I don't care. Just go away. Yes. <laughs> I'll sit on the back porch. Go outside. Apologize for this. Don't play in the road. Don't play in the road. And don't. Yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, reticulated pythons. I mean, uh, even even with dwarf and super dwarf, uh, you're still talking ten foot anywhere, you know, up to 18, 20 foot. So. That's a pretty good size snake. Not very many people can have that. Yeah, I've I've told you about the that was a guy. Uh, it was some show on Discovery Channel or Animal Planet or something. There, this guy was helping. I forgot the guy's name. It's somebody kind of kind of well known within the animal community, but he was helping. They were trying to find this reticulated python somewhere in Indonesia. Okay, and this thing was gigantic. And that wasn't very long. <laughs> Let's go outside and stay go. outside. Go, go, please. I know. Don't fall in. So, go jump anyway, in the pool. Don't, 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 jump, don't, don't jump in the pool. So, anyway, they were. He will. Don't, don't, don't go jump in the pool. <laughs> this snake was huge. It was gigantic. I How big it. was it? It had to. It was at least 18 foot long. Oh, okay. But probably, I don't know. I'm just gauging off of what I saw on the TV. But he grabbed the back of the neck, I guess. And this thing's mouth was gigantic and a little like freaking steak knives are in its mouth so i couldn't imagine having one of those as a pet in your home i mean, I mean that's just that's insane i mean i can't imagine having kids in my house <laughs> well i mean see how it goes yeah. I mean, we actually, you know, actually we i just actually, don't want to curl uh, up in bed with me because uh-huh. i think sometimes some more i'm not a big person i feel like i can get i woke up i woke snake. up with my my burmese in my bed one time yeah. yep and that's when i found out let's not keep them in tanks Okay. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. actually keep. I actually have some uh, reticulated pythons. Yeah. So, you know, they're, yeah, they're not for everybody. I mean, those are. I mean, those are the ones that you got to pay, pay a little bit more attention to. They're, you know, they're going to be bigger. They're going to be a little bit stronger. Yep. Um, what was I like to say? A ball python would be like the Dotson of the uh, snake world. You know, it's just there, kind of, kind of chilling, happy. Everybody can be kind of yeah. aggressive. <laughs> yeah, true. They like to eat. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> that's not more like. Uh, so be more, more like, more like my, my more like Hank, my dog. Oh yeah, more like Hank. Or, or, or yeah, one of the dogs. You got to put a mirror up on his nose. We'll say basset hound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fat and lazy. Fat and lazy. Oh, we're just gonna take it down. We're just gonna take him out. My name's Hank. I love retics. Retics are my favorite snake ever, but they're not for everybody. No, man. Oh, I get to learn. I get to learn. We got one here now. Yeah, I just seen one over Craig's. Yep. Oh, it's here? Yep. Oh, yeah, it's here. Oh, I'm sure. No, you can't. Why? Because <laughs> it's, it's getting acclimated to the room. Oh, okay. All right. All not, right. Not with next the, time. Not with the littles here. No, That's not fine. with the littles here. That's but, fine. Yeah, next time, yeah, you'll be able to see them. 
Yeah, she's she's getting she's getting acclimated to the room, and um, I just need to make sure I don't have a little kid. What did you just let it roam around? We just told you, you we got a retick here, and they get to be twenty foot. <laughs> I don't have a cage for it yet, so it's just in the it's just, it's in, just the in, your, in the garage. In the garage, it's just in the garage. Roller, it, it is not in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's it, still five it, and a half. It's still five and a half six foot. I'm just kidding. I'm just letting her get acclimated here. Yeah, she's a baby. All right, I'm just um, I'm just messing around. Too. I know, I know, I know. I'm your kid. Yeah, I hadn't uh, I hadn't played with her yet since I got her here. I, I took her out. I took her out and um and put her in there. Swim in the pool? Her, no, she did not go swim in the pool. They do not like salt water. I would assume. Ah, uh, salt. Yeah. Okay, the, your little lake. Oh, absolutely. But then my then my alligator. Am I eating the bullfrogs out there? Oh, I can't eat my bullfrogs. They're getting oh, fat too. Yeah, you gotta oh, have your, you that's, gotta have that's one thing about retics. If you put food in front of them, they will eat. They will food. really. They are not that. like mobile. So the other day when when y'all were helping me feed, yeah. Uh, you wouldn't just leave the thing open like that. And no, you reach, don't no, 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 I reach over, grab something, and do it. There's no. If I open that, if I open that up, that joker's coming out. Yeah, and needs coming out fast. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw the when I worked at the uh, wildlife center when I was 16 years old. I stayed there all summer here at Georgia Southern. Talking about the fat and, lazy snake. And uh, they had the chiquita. It was a Burmese python, yeah, and I got to take Burmese. care. That's where I fell in love with bearded dragons, because the thing was just sitting in the cage, and I just like they're like pick it up, and I'm like what? They're like just pick it up. So I just picked it up, and I just put it on me, and she just, just chilled chill. out. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was like, man, I gotta have one of these. But and then you know I got to learn the reptiles, and I got to learn the birds. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get to feed any of the venomous snakes, which I got pissed off about. So I thought that was kind of cool. But I saw the the Burmese kill a rat one day. I mean, a rat was pretty big. You know, it's just in there kind of cool and everything and grabbed it. And it's got this plexiglass little cage. Took the rat and smashed it up against the side of the plexiglass. And, like, you saw blood just gush out of its ear. And I was like, I'm sitting here watching. I barely turned around just enough time to see it, grab it. And you heard a bam. Smashed it and then cold it up. And I was just like, I'm just standing there like. I was the only one that saw it, and I'm just like, I can't believe I just watched this. I thought it was, I thought it was the coolest thing ever, but it happened so quick that I just, I thought that was just amazing. Oh yeah, that was just incredible. But there's some people that go, oh, why would you do that to the little rat? Or, 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 like, or like last week when we were in there, and then Liza walked in and she heard that sound. We all know that sound. If you if you've fed a snake before, you all know that sound. Oh yeah, oh and, yeah. And then she. She was like, oh, my goodness, and started crying. But then we showed her that, you know, we take care of the rats, too. And everything. Uh, but here's how I feel about the rodents. I take the best care of the rodents that I possibly can. Absolutely. Until the moment that they have to feed the snake. Yeah. And they're, it's a circle of life. Unfortunately, something has to die in order for you to survive. Sure. And the snake just us. has to be with rats. Well, but, we I mean, do the same thing with cows and yeah. pigs. I mean, if, I, if, I feed them, if I could feed them turnips, I would. If people but they won't eat They won't eat turnips. They're, turnip. they're, they're a little carnivorous. Yeah. <laughs> if people go to a slaughterhouse, they might have a different opinion about how they eat their meat. Yeah, sure. And a lot of people don't eat meat because of that reason. Yeah. But, you know, that I'm not going to get on that whole subject. But I mean, do what you want and what makes you happy. Follow your own path like you were talking about earlier. If you have a yeah. problem with snakes eating rats, then don't keep snakes. Yeah. Just, That's pretty simple. And, and, and don't watch snake videos. <laughs> it's just that easy. 
I did feed the greedy dragon. I'm not. Frog I'm not interested in Android did phones, you, so it, I'm not going to. I'm not going to watch YouTube videos about Android phones. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that easy. Oh, if, living in the if past. You say that lions are beautiful and majestic animals, then you're right. But you also have to remember that they will rip the heart out of another animal in order to survive. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it's just yeah. it's mother nature. Like mm-hmm. when people go on safari and they're like, oh, cool, look at what's happening. And then they see some horrific, you yeah. know, pride of lions killing zebra. How do you not understand that this is the way life works? Yeah. yeah, like there's nobody coming out to feed them, you know, cut up they're meat. Not, they're and... not eating pellets out of the bag. Oh, oh, that's so beautiful. This ain't Dave and the lions, Dan. You ain't going to survive this. You know what I mean? You, that's right. That's you, right. I thought an elephant was was majestic and beautiful until I saw it take a dunk, and I was like, "No, I'm done." Teach their own. You know? I want to come. It is what it is. Anyway. All right, guys, I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to eat. So, gonna eat. So okay, you questions? Absolutely. Um, oh, give give them a shout out to your website and your YouTube channel. Okay, so uh, we have a YouTube that I know nothing about because my wife <laughs> saw that. But if you go to YouTube, I figured this out. If you go to YouTube and you type in hardwired exotics. All one word. Is it one word? It could be. I don't know. Anyway, I'm sure it'll find Hardwired that. Exotics. You can pull us up on YouTube. And we also have a website. And it is very simple as well. www.hardwiredexotics.com. It's Perfect. Pretty, pretty Perfect. Simple. Just Perfect. that awesome. Yeah, and you can find uh, the recording here and, and everything off of Anchors, anchor.fm slash Zach, Z-A-C-K-A-H-A-F. And that's not what you think it means. American uh, Horror Story. As, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. And his amazing friends. Or you can download the app, Anchor, oh, and then that. type in Zach and his amazing friends, and you can find this recording there, too. Uh, and on Spotify and a couple other places where you find all your podcasting needs and if you're interested in uh facebook and instagram we have both of those uh i think the facebook is facebook.com hwe uh what is it i don't even know what it is hwreptiles.com and we have instagram which i have no idea at hardware designs i would guess so we check those out if you are interested in buying animals other than our website because you really need to go to our website first go check out morphmarket.com if you want to get your brain blown away morphmarket.com is the premier website in buying and selling uh ball pythons particularly pythons and many other species of animals so go check them out and what else you let's got? not forget about tiktok oh let's not <laughs> okay so that's brings in tiktok <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for being on here, man. I really absolutely, appreciate man. it. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Awesome. We'll do this again, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Let's eat. All right. Let's eat. Eat.